Welcome to The 30A Show, your beach-happy podcast for beach lovers. Brought to you by 30A Cottages, wonderful rental homes from inlet beach to watercolor. Online at 30acottages.com and powered by La Dolce Vita, the premier concierge on the Emerald Coast. LDV30A.com. Let's hit the beach. Here's Corey. All right, guys, we are at Grand Boulevard at an amazing wine festival, and they have a great event on Friday nights. And let me tell you something, they have beer, but then they also uh, have a spirits, and they have the brown water here and the uh, whiskey, and it's like my spirit drinks are in this tent over here. So, like, years have gone by, and I haven't seen these guys around here at all, but it's gradually made it into our house for celebrations and fun things and, you know, just good stuff. It is a whistle pig, and it is a coveted word in the whiskey world. I've got Dave Pickerel. What is your relation to whistle pig? So I am uh, the master distiller and uh, one of the founders of the brand. That's very good. So can you kind of just give us a little overview of whistle pig? Tell me about it. Well, you know, we just, if you, if you there were going to a story about about Whistlepig, it would be about vision and guts, because we were one of the first companies to recognize that Rye was coming back and to take aggressive and bold action to, to bring that to life. So while we, we beat the big guys by two or three years at getting into the market with a really big, bold, tasty rye and, and caught on to three trends back to back to back. One of them was the trend towards moving from away from no taste to taste, which explains why going from vodka to whiskey. The second was moving from sweet to savory, which explains why you go from bourbon to rye. Right. And the other was drink less but drink better. And we hit all three of those right on the head at the perfect time and brought what has been judged to be the world's greatest whiskey to market at just the perfect time. Let's talk about uh, availability of what you guys have, because in my hand here, and I'm going to take a photo of it, and it'll be our photo for the podcast, it's a Farmstock rye, I've never seen it. Why haven't I seen this? Well, the one you're looking at is is rye crop number two. And the reason you've never seen this is today is the first day of release of this particular product. And so this this tasting is, I think, in the whole United States, the first consumer tasting where people get to take a peek at it. And what Farmstock is, it's a story. If you look at the back of the bottle, it's almost cooler than the front. There's a table on the back that tells you everything about the whiskey in the bottle. It tells you that it's 32% distillate from Vermont that's triple terroir, our water, our grain, our wood, all from the same field. We believe we're the first distillery in the world to be able to claim that. Then 23% of it's from Alberta, and it's five to six years old, and the rest of it's from Indiana and 10 years old. And the idea is each year we'll have a new crop, and it'll be a higher percent Vermont spirit at an older age until it's finally 100% ours. Wow. So this is crop two, and uh, and it's also our easiest drinker of the bunch. It is. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, I tell people, if someone says, I've never done whiskey before, don't hurt me. This is where you start. And, and you would say that over your cask? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely the easiest drinker. Now, the, the old world is is straight-up dessert. Yeah. You know, that's that's just, if you just say, I just, I just need dessert, you just go get the old world in a sippy cup, and you're good to go. How competitive is the whiskey market right now? It seems like it's uh, almost rivaling craft beer. Oh, it's a uh, well. It's 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 silly, especially in the rye world. Anybody that has rye in their label is going to sell it. 
yeah. um, the, the demand is far higher than the supply is. And you know, in the history of whiskey since the end of Prohibition, we're at the second tightest that the, that whiskey supply has been since Prohibition. Wow. Um, the last, so Prohibition was first. Then, then, then right after that was during uh, during World War II because they nationalized a lot of the the, the beverage alcohol manufacturer for the war effort because you needed alcohol to make gunpowder to make the gunpowders and the, the synthetic rubber. Shortly after that, there was a shortage. And that was so massive. There were literally companies, there was a company called Shenley that was running around the countryside buying little distilleries and, and mothballing them just to get the whiskey out of the warehouse for their own brands. Wow. And so that was really tight. We're not that tight, but we're tight right now. And every distillery that can that can build capacity is building capacity. So tell me about uh, how much you guys put out a year. How, how do you guys handle demand? What What is the limitations you put on what you put out? Uh, good question. So we make as much as we can make. Make and we sell it. <laughs> That's pretty simple. Um, the deal is we're actually doubling capacity this year. Wow. Um, we're going to put on a, another still, and, and we're just crashing as hard as we can crash. And, and, you know, just within the bounds of what we can do, we're growing it. We do have a weird philosophy, and that's go anti-industry. So so the first thing is, in the rye world, most of the rye brands have an allocation strategy. So, you know, this store gets it now, and then they don't get it again for six weeks, and then they get this, and they don't get it. Our philosophy is don't go to a state that you can't support. So I'm not in 50 states. We're in 39. Okay. But... But if you want the 10 or the 12, you can get it in any of those states. I'm sorry about the rest of you guys, but, but we'll get there eventually. Or come to my house. I've got a good bottle of this there right now. <laughs> now, the 15's a little different. The 15, the way we're countercultural is is that uh, we, we could sell more, but we'd have to drop the age statement. And that's what everybody else is doing. So we just decided we're going to stick a finger in everybody's eye. We came out with a 10, then we came out with a 12, then we came out with a 15. And we'll only sell what we've got, and we'll hold the age statement. So we're going to defend the age and just be different than everybody else. Yeah, for us, that's a little fun, and you know we can laugh at all the folks that are cutting their age statement because they because because they you know business 101 says see profit take profit yeah and we're just a little different if somebody walks away from you for the first time I've, I've had a couple bottles not all to myself but I've shared them what what do they say about your whiskey versus some other stuff they might have had thank you yeah exactly <laughs> that really is it I, I'm, I'm not kidding that is there's no need for description it really is good uh, the cask there's nothing better than like I said to your uh, your girl that's in here working right now I forgot her name she, yeah, yeah. She, uh, I said there's nothing better than two or three ounces, a good two or three fingers, and a huge ice cube, and watching that cast just oh, yeah. melt away. It's amazing. So, you know, I said the best 45 minutes I've spent this year is with three ounces of the 15-year-old and a, uh, um, a uh, um, Camacho rum barrel aged Maduro Churchill, about 52 ring gauge. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it was, and with a, with a great friend, and that was the best, best 45 minutes of the year so far. That's good stuff. Well, hey, I really, really appreciate you talking to me. Didn't even have a clue you guys were here. So this is like Easter. Uh, this is my Easter basket. So tell my wife, what is so unique about the bottle that I'm holding right now? Oh, this bottle is actually this is the first day that this bottle has gone on sale any place and so you're holding your history in your hand right here this is this is first day release and there were only just a handful of bottles and i think they're sold out already they are i got the last one dave thank you so much really whistle big people get to know it if you're a whiskey fan i i'm sure you do know it if you want to be a whiskey fan you got to start here thanks dave thanks very much appreciate it 
hit the beach with our friends at 38cottages.com. Great homes for rent all across the beaches of South Walton. And make your stay easier. Pre-book beach chairs, bonfires, golf cart, or bike rentals with our friends at La Dolce Vida at ldv38.com. Thanks for listening to The 30A Show, produced on location in Northwest Florida on Scenic Highway 30A. Until next time, beach happy. I feel scared.